I'm Jordan Rayner, and this is The Word Before Work. Today we're reading Psalm 115.1. Here's what it says. Not to us, Lord, not to us, but to your name be the glory because of your love and faithfulness. After decades working diligently towards his life's goal, William Wilberforce witnessed the British Parliament vote to abolish the slave trade in 1807. 26 years later, in 1833, Parliament would vote for full emancipation, freeing slaves throughout the British Empire. Wilberforce received the glorious news on his deathbed and went home to be with the Lord three days later. The British people credited Wilberforce as the man chiefly responsible for this historic event. But Wilberforce was quick to deflect the glory back to God, recognizing that he was merely an instrument in the hands of his maker. When the nation was on the cusp of abolishing the slave trade in 1807, Wilberforce wrote, quote, How popular abolition is just now. God can turn the hearts of men, end quote. God undoubtedly used Wilberforce's once-in-a-generation skills as an orator to turn the hearts of men. But Wilberforce was giving ultimate credit where credit was truly due. In the words of one Wilberforce biographer, quote, He was fully determined to give God the glory when the glory at last would fall. Much of Wilberforce's humility was rooted in his understanding of what we've already explored in earlier devotionals. Namely, that God didn't need Wilberforce specifically to eradicate slavery. Almighty God could have chosen anybody to carry out his will. Wilberforce viewed his work as a privilege to partner with God in the redemption of creation, applying his part to eradicate evil from this corner of the world. Emancipation in Britain eventually paved the way for abolishing slavery elsewhere, including in the United States. This accomplishment alone makes Wilberforce one of the most productive people in history on behalf of the gospel of the kingdom. And yet, Wilberforce, quote, went to the grave sincerely and deeply regretting that he hadn't done more. Even Wilberforce died with what Catholic theologian Karl Rahner called unfinished symphonies. Wilberforce's ambition to do more through his work wasn't out of a misplaced attempt to earn God's favor or work for his salvation. It was in response to the gift of salvation God had given him decades before. In response to the gospel, Wilberforce's friend John Wesley encouraged him and many others in his generation to, quote, do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as you ever can, end quote. Let that be our anthem today. Like Wilberforce, God can use your work, whether it's in politics or business or education or the arts, to redeem and repair creation. Let us be wildly ambitious to steward our time and talents to that end 
today. Today's devotional only scratches the surface of how God's Word connects to our work. If you want to go deeper, sign up for my free 20-day devotional called The Word Before Work Foundations at TWBWFoundations.com. These email devotionals are designed to help you gain a rich understanding of the biblical narrative of work, how exactly your work matters for eternity, and how those truths influence how we should work today. Sign up for free right now at TWBWFoundations.com.